Praise the Lord. This is your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. We want to say God bless you to uh, all of the saints of God today. Uh, we count it a great privilege and honor to be uh, in your presence and in the presence of the Lord. So we want to uh, definitely uh, get started on uh, the broadcast today. Uh, we are uh, broadcasting remotely uh, from uh, Miami, Florida. So we want to say praise the Lord to all the saints who we made it over the uh, dangerous airways safely. And we thank and praise God for traveling grace. And we thank God for allowing us uh, to make it here safely on our flight. Uh, so we thank and praise God for you today. We wanna get uh, right into our uh, broadcast today. We have kind of like a, a special broadcast because we are broadcasting remotely uh, here in Florida. And so we wanna say praise the Lord to all the people of God as we give honor to our pastor uh, and to uh, all of our leadership. And we definitely honor the Lord who is the head of our life. Uh, we want to honor Bishop Murchison, uh, Lady Paulette Murchison, and all of the people of God today. And we feel good in our spirit uh, uh, today. And so we want to uh, definitely uh, say to the people of God that we're excited uh, about uh, this particular broadcast today. And we're going to be still uh, working on... Uh, this whole theme for uh, the month of July. We're going to be talking about the Christian struggle and we're going to talk about never defeated. This is part one, never defeated. So we still have some more uh, parts to go with this series about the Christian struggle because um, we struggle with things and as a people, we have to own uh, the things that we struggle with and uh, be upfront uh, that we're human. And uh, the human side of us is prone to error if we do not uh, walk in the spirit. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, yeah, we're saved. Yeah, we're sanctified. Yes, we're filled with the Holy Ghost, but we're prone to error if we walk in the flesh and so we want to make sure we explain that in detail because the flesh is considered as a friendly enemy and all of you know that the devil is not your worst enemy it's your flesh because the devil flirts with the world and the world flirts with your flesh and then when you when you allow your flesh to flirt back with the world the devil in turn gets the upper hand and you can see this in the garden of eden i don't have to go go through it but the bible says you know <laughs> in several parts of the scripture and we're gonna have prayer but this is just me uh just laying a preface here for this subject you know you can see that in the garden the enemy tripped them up through the lust of the flesh and uh and through uh also uh the word of god uh, by uh, deception. Sometimes the enemy can use the word of God to deceive us, you know, and that's why we can't just, um, you know, go with every uh, every scripture or word that's quoted. We have to verify it, you know, by the Bible, by the Holy Writ uh, to know uh, that it comes from God because the Bible did say in St. John 5 and 39, search the scriptures for in them you think you have eternal life, for they are they which testify me. And so it's very, very important 
uh, that we do what Second Timothy two and nineteen, uh, two and fifteen, and two and nineteen. You know, two and uh, two and fifteen says, "Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that need not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth." So it's very, very important, you know, that we do these things. And so uh, we're going to go ahead and offer a word of prayer as we. Uh, get into the broadcast uh and uh we're gonna go a little bit farther and then you know we'll talk about second timothy 2 and 19 because the foundation of god stands sure so let us go before his throne today uh and our touch and agree prayer hour as well um, there may be some of you uh that are in need of prayer uh we want to continue to pray for all of those that are in leadership pray for our pastor first lady Pray for our presiding bishop, assistant presiding bishop. And let us also pray for our pastor, Mary Gray. Let us pray uh, for all that is in need of prayer. It's very, very important that we do these things. Uh, let us pray one for another. Okay? So let us do that. And we're going to get ready to go before his throne. Eternal God, our Savior, in the precious name of Jesus, oh Lord, we thank you as we come before your presence today, Lord. Let your Holy Spirit touch somebody. Save, oh God, deliver in the name of Jesus. Help somebody come to Christ, Lord God, and confess their sins, calling on the name of the Lord. And Father, we believe in the name of Jesus, Lord, you will come to the rescue and aid them, oh God, in their situation and circumstance. Father, in the name of Jesus, touch, move by your power, glory, and your anointing today. Let it rest upon us. Let it fall fresh. Oh, God, from heaven doors. And Father, we thank you. We forever give you glory, honor, and praise. Continue to bless our presiding bishop, our assistant presiding bishop, and all of our leadership. Bless, oh, God, our family. Look on my wife, Missionary Newson. Continue to look on our daughter, Gabrielle. And continue, Lord God, to bless all of the saints. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And Father, we give you the thanks to the glory of God. In Jesus' name. Thank God. Amen. 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 So we thank God for uh, a brief word of prayer. And we're going to go back in the prayer after we share uh, a word of encouragement to the people of God. And so we want to say to you today, uh, uh, we're never defeated because God has already given us the victory through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And so you may feel uh, hurt. You may feel uh disappointed. Uh, even in ministry, uh, there's pastors, uh, there's bishops closing their churches because of the frustration level has gotten to a level where they just can't deal with the people. And this is why we have to be renewed in our walk and in our struggle. It's very, very important, you know, that we uh, take the opportunity you know, to uh, refresh ourselves and renew ourselves in the spirit of our mind. The scripture said, be renewed in the spirit of your mind. It's very important, you know, that we do these things. And so I, I want to say to the people of God, you know, allow God to refresh you, allow God to renew you, but don't allow the pressures and the cares of this life to discourage you from carrying out what God has called us to do as a people of God. And he told us 
that we should be a witness. Okay. So it's very, very important that we understand that we should be a witness. Okay. And it's, uh, it's needful that we do these things. And it's very, very important that we do these things. And so we want to, uh, go ahead and get into the scripture. We're going to be brief today, uh, because we are, you know, we, uh, kind of have to get going here, but we want to share with you, um, some scriptures that the Lord had placed in our heart to give to the people of God. And so the first scripture we're going to call is we want you to go to first uh, Peter chapter three and verse number 17. All right, go with us, please. Let's go quickly uh, to first uh, Peter. We're going to wait on you. First uh, Peter chapter three and verse number 17. All right. So when you get there, we're going to go there with you. First Peter chapter three and verse number 17. All right. And so we want to read it for you. In first Peter uh, three and 17, we're going to read it for you. And it says, for it is better if the will of God be so uh, that she suffer for well doing than for evil doing. And so I just want to let you know that it's very, very important, you know, that you understand uh, my pastor taught a series on, and I really, really enjoy uh, Bishop Murchison teaching on this, my pastor. Um, I wish he would uh, continue on with it because <laughs> uh, the saints are suffering. And I know he know because the Lord gave him the topic and I'm just piggybacking off of it because the saints are suffering and we're in a suffering time. Ain't no sense. And, uh, you know, we put no sheet over it because we're suffering. And the Bible said all that will live godly shall suffer persecution. And first Peter four and one says for as much then Christ has suffered in the flesh for us. Arm yourself likewise with the same mind. For he that has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sinning. And so it's very, very important uh, that you stop sinning and continue to suffer for the name of Jesus. Because my pastor taught that our suffering is temporary. And uh, at the time he taught the lesson, uh, I believe we all was going through some at the time he taught the lesson. And I just be frank. Uh, well, I'm Elder Newsom, but I'm using the word. I'll be frank with you today um, that we all was going through something at the time he taught that lesson. And it's very, very important for us to understand that once he got through teaching the lesson, I had to process it. I had to process the word of God, which means to digest it. Sometimes people get the word and they spit it right back up and it don't benefit them because the word without it being Mixed with faith, it didn't profit the Old Testament saints. <laughs> Praise God. It wasn't mixed with faith. And so they staggered at the promises of God and they never could get to that place that God would be pleased with them because they doubted God. And we, too, under grace and truth, can doubt God, you know, filled with the Holy Ghost, you know, speaking in other tongues, running up and down the aisle, preaching, you know, testifying, having good, you know, uh, uh, I don't know. Good mechanics, you know, but I want to say this. You still can miss the mark 
because if you don't take that word into the inside and process it and allow it to do what it's designed to do, and that's to strengthen you, to perfect you and to settle you and to make you perfect, which is means to be mature you and you stop being a little baby crying over every little thing. Praise God, because we as saints, we can cry over every little thing that come our way. But God want to make us perfect, which means to mature us. Praise God. And uh, we didn't want to get off into that. But I just want to say to you, as I get back on my topic, he taught that my suffering is temporary. And the more I think about the thing, it, it is so true. The word of God is true. And the class my bishop taught is true. It's temporary. And so since my suffering is going to be temporary, I need to have a better attitude. I need to have a better uh, uh, response uh, when God deal with me on ministry and give me words of hope and words of inspiration for others that are going through things. Because a lot of times we we uh, focus more on about what we're going through than what God will have us to do while we're going through. And I'm learning while I'm going through something, that's the best time to help somebody else. Praise God. And I must confess that I must bless somebody else. And I think it's important that we all understand that we need to bless somebody else. Regardless of what you're dealing with, I'm not trying to minimize what you're dealing with, but we need to understand God has called you to a higher calling to bless somebody else. Praise God. And I'm excited today. And I feel like preaching. I do. I feel like preaching today, but I'm going to just teach this lesson out for the next five, 10 minutes, if that's OK. And we're going to go back into prayer. Let me let me exhort you here. In first Peter three and 17, he says, for it is better if the will of God be so that you suffer for well doing than for evil. So I'd rather you criticize, ostracize because you're going to do it anyway. I'd rather you do it. For the name of Jesus, I'd rather you talk about me and do all, you know, the stuff that you do for the name of Jesus. I'd rather suffer for God than to be suffering for my own mistakes. Praise God. And this is what first Peter is dealing with, you know, because we're going to suffer. He says, for Christ has also once suffered for the sins. Uh, for sins, the just. Uh for the unjust that he might bring us to God. Look at this now. He suffered. We suffering too that we might bring somebody else to God. Lord have mercy. I hope y'all see this today. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Glory. I hope you all see this, my friend. He says, for Christ also has suffered, a once suffered for sins, he only suffered the one time for those sins. God is not going back to the cross no more. You can forget about it. That sacrifice was offered once and it was sufficient. Praise God. All right. And now he suffered once suffered for the sins for the just. Look at this now. Notice it said the just. And it says for the unjust. So you can't just say. I ain't never done no wrong and God didn't die for me too. He died for everybody. According to St. John 3 and 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son 
that whosoever should believe it in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. You can have it, my friend. There's hope for you. All right. But look at this now that he might. I'm in verse 18. First Peter three and 18. He says that he might bring us to God. Mm. Being put to death in the flesh. But quickened by the spirit. Glory. Oh, they thought they killed the body, but they couldn't kill. Oh, because God is a spirit. You can't kill God. Lord have mercy. And people say, how could God come and die for us? Oh, great is the mystery of godliness, huh? For God was justified, huh? Mm, in the flesh, right? <laughs> huh? Oh, Lord. Scene of angels. We're going to get it. We're going to get 1 Timothy 3 and 16, 2 Timothy 3 and 16. We're going to get it. Let me let me go and get it real quick. Right, we're going to go get this scripture real quick for you. So you can see it. All right. Let's get uh, 2 Timothy 3 and 16. Let's read it. All scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is proper for doctrine, for reproof, correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect. There we go. Mature and thoroughly furnished unto all good works. All right. Let's go to 1 Timothy 3 and 16. Let's see what it says. All right. First Timothy 3 and 16. It says, and without controversy. Great is the mystery of godliness. But God was manifested in the flesh. Mm, Lord have mercy. You can go to John 1 and 1 and see. And 1 and 1 through about 11 through 13. He was manifested in the flesh. Hmm. Justified in spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and received up in the glory. Glory. I just wanted to let you know, my friend, that God did the work and the work was complete. Hmm? The work was complete. All right. But look at this. That he might bring us to God. I'm back in 1 Peter 3 and 18. That he may bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the spirit. This is why you need the Holy Ghost. Hmm? You need quickening power to be able to uh, be caught away when the Lord come back for the church. And any man that have not the spirit of Christ, he or she is not a his. You can talk in all kinds of tongues. You can do all these other good things. You can give your body to be burned and you can have the tongues of men and of angels. But if you can't love your brother and sister, the Holy Spirit is the only thing going to give you the genuine agape love for humanity. You ain't going to love like God wants you to love in your own. Oh, Lord, in your flesh. You need the Holy Ghost. That's why people won't forgive folk in church. And, you know, I, you know, and I thought about it. I was talking to my pastor last week and Bishop Stone and I was talking Bishop Stone. And I figured I figured it out through a nugget Bishop Stone had threw out there. People love ain't right because this is why people in the church doing all kinds of things and people have the nerve to say, how can they do all this stuff? And I thought they were saved. They don't have the love. Praise God. 
and my bishop, uh, Lord have mercy, Bishop Scott kind of touched on it yes last night when we got in. Bishop Scott kind of was helping me to understand some things when I was thinking about this lesson plan today. He helped me to understand some things. If our love is not at the level that God has designed for it to be, we're going to get left here. We can we can stop playing church. We can stop talking all this church theatric stuff. You ain't going nowhere. If you can't love your neighbor, hmm? the commandment we promise is to love God first and to love your neighbor as yourself. If you can't all the law, all the law hangs on those two. And if you cannot do those two things, love God and love the enemy, you know, love your neighbor. You know, some people live next door and neighbor get on a line and they get mad with the neighbor and they can't never get it together. Praise God. Hmm? You got to still love your neighbor. Sometimes your neighbor don't even want to speak to you, but you got to still love your neighbor. Praise God. And I ain't talking about just your next door neighbor, but it can be anybody that come in your path is considered your neighbor. Praise God. And so if you got somebody in your life that seem like they troubling you, I'm letting you know right now that's a struggle and you are never defeated because Christ being the victor in your life should grant you victory through the love of God. And if you don't have the love of God perfected in your life, you cannot get to the level that God has designed for the people of God. But he has done it on the cross so you could be without excuse because he said, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And so I want you to know you are never defeated. Hmm? You're never defeated. The only time we allow ourselves to be defeated is when we walk in the flesh. Hmm? When we walk in the flesh and disobey the word of God, we're going to be defeated. But we're never defeated in Christ Jesus. Praise God. And that's why it's very important that you stay uh, in the Lord. The Bible said, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might that you might be able to withstand the wiles of the devil. Because he's going to throw everything but the kitchen sink. Praise God. And, he, and when he get really stirred up, he's going to throw the kitchen sink at you. And you got to be able to have the love of God and the weather withal to walk in the grace of God and hold your head up and know that I'm on the Lord's side now. And it's all right. Praise God. I'm on the Lord's side now and it's all right. Praise God. Now, look at this. Now, he says here, by which also he went and preached unto the spirit in prison, which was sometime disobedient once the long suffering of God waited in the days of Noah. Look at this example he gives. While the ark was preparing, was preparing, wherein a few uh, that is eight souls were saved by water. God was patient. God was loving, just like He is today under grace and truth. Even while He was preparing that ark, while Noah was preaching grace and mercy, huh? That it's gonna rain. Come on, get on board. It's gonna rain. And you know what them people laughed at him, scoffed and mocked at him and, you know, kept on partying. Praise God. And we in that same atmosphere today. People still doing what they doing. Hmm? Oh, don't don't. <laughs> people still doing what they doing. I'm not only talking about church folk. I'm talking about the world. People still doing what they doing. They ignoring the message. You know, they ignoring the call because they think they got time. But look what happened to him. It says here. 
wherein a few that eight souls were saved by water. It says the like figure whereunto even baptism. Now, this is why you need to be baptized in Jesus' name. It says, whereunto even do it also now save us, not the putting away of the flesh, filth of the flesh. So baptism save us. You know, if you need a bath, you need to go home, get some soap and water and take a bath. Praise God. But if you want to be saved, you want to be delivered and set free, you need to repent and be baptized in water in Jesus name. And it's sufficient. One time it's sufficient. I know some people feel like they didn't repent, right? They didn't do it right. Pastor, I got to go back in the water again. If that suffice, if that if that's on your conscience, do it. But according to the scripture, you only have to be baptized once in Jesus name. Repent and be baptized once in Jesus name. That's all you got to do is repent one time and be baptized in Jesus name. That's the initial uh, steps that you have to take. Now, if you sin again, you need to repent for it. But I'm saying if you repented the first time and your repentance was sincere and genuine. And you go down in water in Jesus name, your sins are being washed away. Hmm? And it's not to wash away the filth of the flesh, you know, the dirt off your skin. But it's to do what it says. It says, but an answer, but the answer of a good conscience toward God. So that means that your conscience will be clear and straight and clean with God, because now you're walking honestly in the sight of God, putting off those old things. And putting on the new man, all right, which is after Jesus Christ. Now, look at this now. By the resurrection of Jesus Christ, that means God is the only one that's going to be able to bring you back to life. Praise God. When you repent, it's symbolic to death. Uh, when you go into water, symbolic to being buried. And when you come up out of that water and God fill you with the Holy Ghost, that's symbolic to being resurrected. All right. And look at this now. It's very, very important that we understand that we're not defeated. Now, we're going to go to our next scripture. Uh, I want to go to our next scripture. Um, I'm going to go back to Romans. Let's go back here. I'm going to go back to Romans to show you that you're not defeated. Uh, Romans chapter 8. Go to Romans 8 and 35. Let's go to Romans 8 and 31. We'll just read it out. And then we get out of here. We're going to have prayer. I just want to exhort you. God's love is everlasting. There's no end to his love. God's love is everlasting. Okay. Look at this. What shall we say then to these things? If God be for us. Now, this is the scripture now. This is why we're never defeated. If God be for us, who can be against us? That's the question that Apostle Paul raises here to the Roman believers, Roman church believers. If God be for us, who can be against us? He spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. God didn't hold his love back. 
God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And it says here, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Then he gives us the Holy Ghost. He told them in Luke 24 to go. Oh, Lord, go down to Jerusalem and wait till you be endued with power from on high. Hmm? The Bible said, then he opened up their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. And the Bible said, thus is it written and thus it behoove Christ to suffer and to be raised the third day. And that repentance, glory and remission of sin should be preached in his name, beginning at Jerusalem. Lord have mercy. Isn't that wonderful? He freely gave us all things. And it says here, who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justified. You're never defeated. People can blame you. People can throw dirt on you. People can uh, scandalize your name. But can't nobody lay nothing to the charge of God's elect. Because it's God that justified. And guess what? No matter how much mud they throw on you, God got power to wash it all. Go there. And so why are you getting all upset and bent out of shape? Because people don't like you. You need to be in love with Jesus and just make sure God is pleased with your life and make sure that you are walking upright in the love of God and that you have nothing in your heart against them. Praise God. That's the most important thing. Hmm? It's important that we understand these things. He says here. He says, who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God to justify. Who is he that condemn it? Hmm? People could try to condemn you. They try to condemn Jesus. Well, look at this. It didn't stop the power of God. It is Christ that died. Yea, rather, that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who make an intercession for us. Now, as we get ready to get out of here, I'm, I'm finalizing here with these last few verses of scripture in the eighth chapter. It said, who shall separate us from the love of God? Shall tribulation. Now, this I'm talking about the Christian struggle. We all have some trouble. Tribulation means trouble. Hmm? Distress. Hmm? We all have pain. The Bible says, for we have not a high priest. Which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities. But at all points. He was tempted. Hmm? Like as we are. Yet without sin. So you ain't going to tell me that you have to sin. You sinning because you want to sin. Praise God. You want to slap them. Oh, Lord, have mercy. You don't have to slap that person. You want to slap them. Praise the Lord. Let me get out of here. Some saints want to fight. You ain't got no business fighting. Praise God. As a child of God, you should be fighting the good fight of faith. That's the only fight you are charged to fight. Praise God. Oh, Lord, have mercy. I know y'all want to bring up David. David was a warrior and that was for his day and his time under the law. Praise God. But under grace and truth, saints shouldn't be fighting. Praise God. Unless they're fighting the, the good fight of faith. Now, look at this. It's very, very important. He says here. Who shall separate us from the love of God? Tribulation. Some people have trouble. 
I'm not going to church no more. We got more people now since this pandemic ain't going to nobody church because they had some trouble. All right. You caused the trouble your own self. You should have had a mask on. You wasn't wearing no mask and you got COVID. And now you're trying to blame the church because you got COVID. It ain't God's fault. It ain't the church fault. You got COVID. You got COVID because you was disobedient. Let me get out of here. I got to go. <laughs> Y'all going to mess around make me <laughs> make me go on into this. Look at this. And I'm trying to get on out of here. You got COVID because you wasn't obedient to them to have the rule over you. According to Roman 13, said, let every soul be subject to the higher power. And there be no powers except they be ordained of God. And the powers that be are ordained of God. So you're not going to tell me that you ain't got to obey the laws of the land. As long as it don't conflict with the laws of God, we don't marry two gay people. Uh, we, we, ain't holding, we ain't holding no uprightness. We're not upholding no unrighteousness. Praise God. But if they telling you for the safety of your own well-being and the safety of your neighbor, shouldn't you put on a mask so you don't get nobody sick? Let me just get out of here. Look at this. And the numbers, by the way, the numbers are going back up. But let me let me finish this. It says here. Tribulation, which is trouble, distress. Oh, persecution. You know, people persecuting. Hmm? Oh, Lord. I, I wanted to get Matthew 5, 11, 12. But look at this. He says here, he says here, persecution, famine. Hmm? Oh, you getting plenty of food stamps now, so you ain't hungry. Praise God. The Bible said in Amos 8 and 12, said there should not be a, a, a famine for bread and water, but for the hearing of the word of God. So that may be the famine they're talking about because you got plenty of food stamps. Quest card. Let me get out of here. Some of y'all selling saints don't sell their quest food stamps. Let me get out of here. I got to go. All right, let me go. But anyway, he says nakedness, peril, or sword. Praise God. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. You can see I'm having fun today. Praise God. We should not allow all of these things to hurt us and to stop us because we're not defeated. Praise God. Christ has given us victory. As it is written, for thy sake, we are killed all the day long, counted sheep for the slaughter. But he says, nay, and all these things. This is why you never defeat it. I want to get I want to get down to this. Eight and thirty seven. Nay, and all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. I want you to know, my friend, God loves you. And you are a conqueror. You're never defeated. Because Christ has already given you victory. Paul says in Romans 7 and 24, he says, oh, wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? He said, I thank God that with my mind, I can serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. Get out of your flesh and know that you have victory through Christ Jesus. Let me get on out here. I want to read this out. He says, for I am persuaded. Glory. He said, I am persuaded that neither death nor life, uh, nor any other creature. <laughs> oh, Lord. What's stopping you now? Praise God. Ain't no stopping us now. He says, who shall separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. I want to let you know the victory is in Christ. 
And if you have him, you have all that you need to not be defeated. Praise God. Keep Christ on board and you will see yourself having victory. And these are the words from your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. I hope I said something to encourage you today. Uh, I hope the words of God blessed you and that you're encouraged. Uh, we want to go into a brief word of prayer as we pray for our Pastor Gray and uh, Jesus Soul Saving Traveling Mission and all believers and all of those that desire to be saved, even you that are viewing for the first time. We love you. Please stay tuned. Remember to subscribe. Don't leave just yet. We got some more information to give to you, but we want to pray for you. If you're not saved and you need to be saved, we want to pray for you. And you need to go to a church that will baptize you in water in Jesus name. And that would allow you stay on the altar, pray fast, seek God that you may be filled with the Holy Ghost. And so that's what we want to say to you today. We love you. God bless you. We want to go before the Lord in prayer. We're praying for all believers. We're praying for even a center man or center woman that wants to turn their life around. If you want to turn your life around, you can turn your life around by giving up to the Lord. Giving all to Jesus, praise God, and let him take the reins and take the guide and the control of your life that he may direct you. All right. And there's blessings in your path if you choose Jesus. All right. So we're going to pray for you. We're going to pray for all of those that are sick out there, need uh, healing. We're going to pray for Evangelist Lee. We're going to pray for Evangelist Spearman, uh, Wilson, and all of the saints of the National Pentecostal Power Churches, Bishop Stone, Bishop Mark Jones, uh, all of our fellow brethren, especially our leadership, uh, Bishop uh, uh, presiding Bishop Floyd Scott, assisting presiding Bishop uh, Dr. Charles Bennett, and to the Executive Council Board of Bishops, and to my pastor, Bishop and Lady Paulette. We're praying for healing for all believers and all that would touch and agree, because this is our touch and agree uh, special broadcast today. And so we're going to take a few moments to go before the Lord in prayer. Let us pray. Precious Father in heaven, in Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity, Lord, to call on your name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your love and your kindness. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy and your grace. Thank you, Lord. Oh, God, for helping us, for saving us. And oh, God, for granting us the riches of your glory in the name of Jesus. Father, now as we pray, we ask, oh, God, that you would forgive us of any sin or transgression or trespasses that may uh, be in our lives that we are unaware of. And Lord, those that we are aware of, uh, forgive us, Lord, as we forgive others that have trespassed against us, Lord. Lay it not to the charge, Lord God. Grant them repentance. Grant them salvation, God, that they might see this marvelous light and that they may, oh God, be saved. And oh God, you will grant them the riches of your glory in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father, we pray today, Lord God, a special request for those, oh God, that are in the hospital room, those that are in nursing homes, those in, oh God, 
critical care. We pray, God, you would go into the, oh God, go into the prayer room, God, go into the war room, go, oh God, into that place where they need you, Lord God, and send, oh God, your grace and mercy upon them one more time. Honor their repentance, Lord God. Grant them, oh God, with your grace and your mercy. Grant healing unto them, Lord God, that call upon you now out of a sincere and pure heart. Come to the rescue, Lord God, and let them know that there is a bomb in Gilead and that there's a physician that's healing in the name of Jesus. Look on all of our leaders and pastors and bishops, oh God, and elders and ministers and evangelists, oh God, that we would evangelize the world, oh God, by the word of God, by the power of your might, in the mighty name of Jesus, through Christ Jesus, we pray. We thank you for it and we forever give you glory and we lift you up in the precious name of Jesus. Honor that heart that's crying out, that's bleeding, crying for repentance, that need another opportunity. Send revival, God, to your people and help us, God, that we would be lights in a dark world. Help us to be, oh God, oh God, that beacon of light that somebody may see and that may bring glory to thy name. And Father, we thank you. We forever give you praise. In the matchless name of Jesus, we pray to the glory of God. Look on Pastor Gray. Look on Evangelist Lee and Spearman, Lord God. Continue to touch in a special way. Send healing, God, to those, oh God. Oh God, as you minister to those that are in need of healing, touch them right now. In the matchless name of Jesus, look on Bishop Scott, Lord. Continue to touch, heal, and strengthen. And Father, we thank you. We ever give you glory and praise. Look on my pastor, Lord. Look on, oh God, Bishop. Dr. Ellis Murchison, Lord, touch in the name of Jesus. Touch, Lord, grant healing, God. Minister healing, God. And we thank you for it. Look on Lady Paulette, continue to grant strength. And Father, we thank you. We forever give you glory and give your name to praise. Look on Missionary Newsom, Lord God, and our family. Look on my dad, Lord God, continue to touch, save, God, continue to minister, God. Look on Sister Louvenia, God, in the name of Jesus. Look on Lady Turner. And District Ella Turner, District Ella Johnson, Lady Raymond Johnson, touch God in the name of Jesus. Do it for your glory. Father, we thank you. We praise you for it. Oh, God, we give you praise in Jesus' name to the glory of God. Thank God. Amen and amen. Amen. So we thank God for the prayer uh, and thank you for joining us again today. I hope we said something to encourage you uh, again. Uh, we love you with the love of the Lord. Uh, we hope uh, that we said something that would encourage you and that may uh, cause you to go higher in the Lord. And so, again, I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. Until next time, God bless you. And uh, please uh, stay on for the next minute so you can see the remaining uh, part of the broadcast as we close out. God bless you in Jesus name.